אוקיי, אוקיי, אוקיי. What's up, my man? Enzo, welcome to um, Artist Talks. All right, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is a very chill um, series of conversations. I can smoke and drink here, right? No, it's not like PG. Exactly, exactly. Okay, it's not supposed That's to be. Like, I can curse I, I as well. I want everyone to know that, that you can come and have a drink and we can have a beautiful conversation. Okay, okay. Because okay. um, I didn't yeah. want to like go off camera. No, what are you talking about? No, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and so tell us a little bit about, okay, tell us a little bit about you, I want people to get to know you like Lucy without masks, you know. So basically, uh, I was, uh, well, as you, I was born and raised in Venezuela, I'm uh, half Italian, I studied uh, in the Netherlands for almost three years. I'm a political science major at this point. Uh, not mark. really graduated, but I'm on. I'm working on it. Okay. It's a long, complicated story. We'll get to it, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm here for the ride. I also like to write and uh, creative stuff in general. So that's, yeah. that's also good. <laughs> I think I think you, you you're getting off getting us off on the good feet uh, because I want to demystify a little bit creativity. That's partially yeah. why I want to talk to people who it doesn't matter like what major, whatever career path, whatever t choice they made in their life. It's just we're all creative beings, right? Yeah. So my question would be, why? Why do we come? Why, why are we creative hey. beings? Like I, I, I'm always so curious that um, no matter who you run into the street, right? We all have some kind of creative expression. So the thing is, it's it's complicated. There's a lot of philosophy behind that, and I actually love that question because it's it's there's no right answer, which is good, which is part of being creative, right? That's uh, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you could go scientific and say, you know, we strive uh, as a being to like be better and create a new thing and uh, advance but there's so much more than science can explain when it comes to like the creative process mm -hmm. and even philosophy in itself that it's 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 so hard to pinpoint it but i do feel it's this whole thing of we all like to be different in a sense mm. like you know there's uh there's the whole cliche thing of society and the corners etc we all know that spiel But there's always like this creative little thing that we either repress or hide, right? Or outright just show it to the world that we as individuals have that make mm -hmm. us individual. There's a very renaissance way of thinking about it. But uh, I feel like it's very true. Like they hit the like nail on the head with the whole idea of, you know, the being and the self. And that's what makes us creative because we, we strive to be different. We strive so, to have our own little thing. And some people just show it. Some people don't even like to admit it's there. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, and yeah, because I, I want to get to that. Um, so you're saying in, in, in a few words too that being it in, in, in and of itself is creative? I do agree, yeah. Like, of course, some more than others. That's normal. Yeah. And so can we 
my I wonder why do you think every time people go about you know and ask oh are you someone who's creative and they go like why do we instantly jump to like art and um, movie making or like uh, storytelling like why do we think those are the only creative mediums yeah because it's it's the simple way right it's the it's the mediums that rely the most on creativity it's uh it's the thing what about math what about like philosophy what about yeah gaming I, <laughs> I agree in general uh when it comes to this creative spectrum you could even be creative building or woodworking anything. or whatever anything right talking because, like the words you choose exactly as long as you're doing something a little bit different or doing something like within your own right it's it has a touch of creativity to it mm. it's just there's more creative intensive professions or just uh more creative intensive expressions than others in the sense that like yeah. when you go to film or you go to art or But, you go yeah. to etc it's all about that finding something new while when it comes to building it's or something more like mechanics or etc it's not that much about finding something new but about doing what works but sometimes and a lot of times when you do that something new you stand out but right? here's the those thing people though aren't labeled creatives and that's right because <laughs> but that's interesting because i don't necessarily agree with the idea that creating something new means that you're creative uh i because doing something that works can be creative because how you make it work how you for example make this I don't know, you're making breakfast and you don't have a spoon to like cook your onion. So you use a straw. I don't know. You find okay, something. Whatever. Yeah. You exactly. make something work. That is creative. You're fine. You're problem solving, you know? Yes. Yes. But the thing is, it depends on how you you see the word in a sense, because mm. like when you go to the core meaning of the word, like the core etymology of the word, Creative is just creating something like if I build a mm -hmm. house and I follow manuals, I'm creating a house. Uh -huh. Now, the whole emphasis we as a society have on creative is doing something new, right? Because uh -huh. even in your whole like we're cooking the eggs, right? And I don't have the spoon. So I use the straw. That's something new. Right. Right. That's the I idea see. we have of creative and what's been attributed to the word as a whole. Okay, so then something new is something new. It, it can be minuscule, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Activity. Is is something new doing something that hasn't been done before? I know that sounded like self-evident, but like, um, no, 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 necessarily. No, I, I get where you're going at. Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay, maybe you're not the first person to use the straw to mm -hmm. cook the eggs. And that doesn't mean it's not creative, right? As long as you haven't like heard of it before, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like slope, though. But as long as you haven't heard of it before, in a sense, and you're doing it, that means you have a certain level of adaptability and a certain level of creativity that could be attributed to you, definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Because at the end of the day, it's it's all about adaptability for us. That's what <laughs> makes us us <laughs> humans uh, in general. Okay, because that's a, that's a also an interesting uh, topic of conversation of 
Uh, the idea of adaptability is insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, but I had a. Uh, uh, wait, I forgot to tell you. Um, All right. Could you record your audio on your computer? How can I do that? Mm, let me pause it. So uh, we were talking about adaptation, but also about what I, I kind of want to linger a little more. What 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 does it mean to do something new? Because that opens up a, a gap of what is originality. What do you think? Yeah, it, it opens up a lot of uh, speculation in a sense and, and more more so today than than ever, because the thing is we're 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 always looking for the new thing right it's it's always been a, a a search for for what's new when you're an artist wherever like whatever field you're on you're always looking for whether it's music you're looking for a new sound whether it's uh art in general like painting it's uh yeah it's a new style it's it's a new use of colors for expression or even just of the same techniques uh, it's the same when it comes to writing as well. It's always a, a search for the new, but the new tends to, like, for example, I don't know how to say it, like in, in, even in fashion in itself, like we tend not to notice the, the small details that change, mm -hmm. even though we're, we're, we're at a point in which those small details count so much. Mm. And it's it's all about the expert eye, and 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 there's so much speculation around the expert eye, right? Okay. It's it's weird because even even when it comes to like, thing in a in a general sense, when it comes to like the expert eye or the expert like tongue for like alcohol or food or etc., it's it's always like oh, I don't I don't I don't see the difference, so I don't believe it. And then there's some people who don't see the difference but still trust that expert. So it's such a, but it's a muddy something, field. It is, it, it, but I do feel like it says something about everyone. So like you can write the same stories, right? You can talk about, you can do the same styles of painting, but each individual, just the way they were configured and the way they were bred into this world, is going to have that new sort of given thing about it that the expert eye is going to catch up on and people who don't catch up on might. it don't catch might not but it doesn't matter at the end because at the end of the day it's an aggregated like um thing that has been materialized into the world like uh an yeah, idea I, I uh, an object a painting or an equation like something or an interpretation and expression. So like even the people who are in their houses, right? Or in the, in the streets, who live in the streets, who maybe people who don't think they're creative and people, just the mere fact, because I'm, I'm bringing it back to what we were saying at the beginning, just the mere fact that they're here, they're already expressing something. And that's and they're something. already living something new. Yeah, and that's Every something. Life is individual. Yeah, I agree. And it, that something is doing some like it's affecting other people around it. Like, dude, like I, I, I mean, like I know numerous examples of. I'll give you an example. Like, you see a homeless guy holding a sign. I mean, he did that sign. He he used his creativity to have a sign that said, uh, "I need food," whatever, whatever. But then that little sign 
a producer uh, on his car saw it and then that inspired another idea that it's communicated into a movie and then you know it's like every little thing it's like part of like all this domino effect things i mean yeah you're you're talking about the whole concept of like the domino effect uh or well domino effect is is i believe it's the wrong term but it'll suffice (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um because i can't think Ah, of it who cares whatever bro (laughs) who who gives a fuck uh the thing is how do i say this like okay i'm a firm believer in like the big impact right because you're talking about what came up to like what Mm -hmm. led the director to make that movie Mm -hmm. i'm i'm selfish in that aspect of like I, I believe the credit goes to the director for being able to see that sign and uh, turn it into a movie. That's, that's just like put it close up there. Now, the idea of you saying that, like, for example, the, the case of like, there's this one homeless guy. I, I believe it's here in Miami. I don't I don't know exactly where. He started painting. With whatever he could find, he 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 started begging and bought cheap art supplies and mm-hmm. started painting, and uh, he gave like this basically this like influencer was like oh my god yeah those are super pretty paintings blah 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 this homeless guy who used to be homeless of course, uh, now has a huge like he he has like a gap for his own uh, I can't. I can't recall his name, but I heard the story super recent. And it was thanks to like social media, mm. which is also a creative <laughs> environment. Yeah. Super creative, the whole idea of social media. Uh-huh. But that's that's an incredible story. Now, when it comes to the idea of everybody, like the whole idea of something new, it's a little bit complicated because what might be new to you, like, for example, yeah. maybe for that, for the we're going in this homeless person tangent, but okay, <laughs> let's just work yeah. with these stereotypes. Right. Uh, maybe that I need food uh, for, I, I need money for food or I need food sign mm-hmm. might is completely new to this homeless person, right? Let's yeah. just say he has never seen another homeless person before. He just came up with that sign. Mm-hmm. That's new to him. But is it new to society as a whole? That's that's where like that's where the focus on creativity stands on. That's interesting. Yeah, because um, new is almost become breaking expectations. So when I break your expectation of, of what pattern has been formed before, then I'm doing something new. Like if all of a sudden I empiezo a hablar español in una conversación que en inglés, you're like, whoa, wait, wait, why he just started exactly, speaking Spanish? That, that hasn't been the, I, you broke the expectation <laughs> I had about just now. And that, and then they go, oh my God, that's new. That's creative. That hasn't been done before. But then here's the tricky part. And this is segueing into the next point that I wanted to talk about is that can get very egoic. It can get very self-centered, very self-indulgent. If taken uh, too seriously or if taken too, you know, because... I mean, it's just how we express it. And like we've made, like as a society, we've constructed, we've made idols of people who have done this, broken these patterns. Like you see, like, for example, movie stars on the on the screen. Right. And when you see a celebrity on the street, you're just 
you get so thrilled and excited to see like your brain goes, oh my God, I know that person from that TV show and I'm seeing them, but they're just a human. Like, yeah, it's a person. It's a person, 100%. (laughs) But you can make yourself believe he's a god or she's a god, whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he, she, uh, I agree. I agree. And the thing is, and why a lot of people eventually end up disappointed when meeting their idols is i believe one or two things it's either one the whole i'm a god or they're a god thing got into their heads so much right that they believe it Mm -hmm. or two they're just they 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 block that out completely which is absolutely admirable and very rare but because they block that out completely, people often get disappointed when they go like, yeah, well, I just want to have a, a couple you... of beers and be a person. <laughs> well, because you create a standard of perfection for yourself. Then as a, like a mirroring effect, right? You see, oh my God, this, ac- uh, this actor has always done this very right. So I need to be like this actor and I need to be like this person. And whenever you find yourself failing to be another person, because you at the end of the day won't be that other person, then you you feel disappointed and you you feel that lack of self-love. But now let me ask you then, um, how can we construct that self-love? Oh, that's a... That's a tough question because I've dealt with that. I'm, I'm, I'm still in a sense dealing with that. I was, uh, well, you, you might not know, or I might have discussed it with you no, before, but I've, I've been, I, I, I used to be gladly I, I got through it, but I was, I was depressed for like a while, mm. uh, because of a lot of circumstances in my life, a lot of tough situations, uh, a lot of terrible people surrounding me at the time. Uh, I was, I was just, mm in in the sink right i thought uh, i was useless uh now i've i've, I've gotten to pick myself up mm-hmm. therapy etc is just mm-hmm. anybody going through this who might be listening to this recommend yeah. it 100 please therapy yeah. whenever you're feeling a little bit off yeah therapy please and, <laughs> and to yes and and um there's like shout a out to psychologists psychologist well. and therapist but also yeah. like uh i feel like in latin american cultures it's like a no i don't want to change the topic but men don't appreciate don't go into mental health because they yeah. think it's no and fair. and even in our society it's like sometimes uh people i know will drop shit like well older people i know will drop like bombs like oh my god no in my time, there used to be no fucking depression. Mm-hmm. Like there used mm-hmm. to be. You just oh, there's aware, always been right? there. Like, <laughs> it's always been there. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to derail too much. I want to keep listening. Um, yeah, the whole thing of loving yourself is is far complicated because I could I could verbatim give the advice my therapist gave me. Like I could straight up just be like, oh yeah, you go, you know, you you write good qualities of yourself in the mirror and you mm-hmm. repeat them and but it's it's different mm-hmm. from person to person because uh, as well it's the individual that's why psychologists and therapists are 
so special at what they do because whatever you can't just repeat what they've done <laughs> right because it's individual right and and in those sessions you learn to understand yourself and what's good about you and it has helped you uh understand yourself a little more because uh and I, i'm curious to listen through sort of the things that sent you through a sink and then things that you saw along the way that helped you pick yourself back up if you it's, yeah. it's weird no 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 i i can speak about it i just have to like formulate it because i don't want to throw people under the bus uh, <laughs> right, 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 right yeah 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 but uh the thing about loving yourself specifically is 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 always a complicated task it's an individual task it's something that you have to get help for it's something that you have to somehow understand yourself and speak your truths to somebody to somebody or, or or even a wall i don't know it depends on the person right like if you don't want to speak to a therapist try to like speak your truth in general to like a mirror or something and mm. that way you'll kind of like start to understand it i think i i'm not qualified but as for for my path i've uh i've seen a lot uh well during the protests in venezuela 2014 before i left i i was very much involved i just hid with a mask and never got caught well close one time but that's an interesting story <laughs> okay uh my my father was in jail during those protests because he refused to shoot citizens and seeing him uh in jail and after like the tortures the one time a week we got to like i got to see him was mm -hmm. also very scarring but that wasn't even the peak of my depression the peak of my depression came came afterwards uh during university when i was in the netherlands i assisted uh basically one of the top universities in the world or it was at its time right now yeah they're going through issues let's just leave it at that <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to point fingers okay okay Uh, but at the time, I was surrounded by people who were so much smarter than me, right? Like, right. I was used to in my high school, the small fish in the pond. Mm -hmm. And while that was going on, I, of course, I took that as a, I'm, I gotta be better. And I tried, and I, and I was for a bit. But then, again, the problems back home started, like, spurring up my my father got another capture order he hid i only heard from him like once a week mm -hmm. through burner phones so i essentially picked up every single scam call damn it that was ever man like made to my phone for Holy at least mother. like six months that was yeah that was insane and it was shitty because you know whenever you get a scam call you pick it up you get more and every time i saw a random number calling me i got mm -hmm. my hopes up uh <laughs> That's really hard. Uh, as well as that, I was uh, gladly, uh, I was surrounded by good people, like good people I had met there. But the school was tough. Dealing with that was tough. And my way to deal with that was working harder. I was like, ah, if I work hard, I won't, I won't feel it. And mm -hmm. that was true. But then I start, like, I started neglecting yeah. my relationship at the time. And that relationship, God bless, 
uh, it's over, uh, ended up being super toxic because mm-hmm. the the fight or flight of that person, like the the response of that person was just bring me down, like bring me down, you know? Yeah. And I started believing them because I, like, was, uh, I was cyclical, so, Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was frail. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I am a piece of shit, you know, like I, I oh, suck. Mm hmm. Like, I'm out here and I'm not doing anything with my life other than studying and doing things for the university. Oh, my God. I'm such a shit person. Mm. And it's stuck. It's stuck for so long. Like, yeah. it's stuck for so long that, you know, the the saying of, like, make it, uh, fake it till you make it. Uh-huh. That, that saying is very true, but it goes both ways. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> You're saying that. You're bringing it up. Yeah, so if if you start believing that you're shit, even though you're not, then you mm-hmm. will become shit. And I did, I did, I hit rock bottom before, essentially hearing that my dad had fled the country and uh, running back. I I dropped school. I didn't give a shit about anything anymore, other than seeing my parents and being like, okay, I'm in a safe space now. Like I'm. I'm going to start over. And that's that's where I've been at for like the past five years, I think. Hmm. It's a slow process. Yeah. It's a daily process, too. It is. It is. But after a while, it just starts being natural. Yes. It, it really, really, really yes. starts being natural. Yes. And the thing is, I, I got myself help. Mm-hmm. Right? Because my parents didn't believe at all in like therapy or depression and essentially i was like well you might not believe in it but i need it so yeah. deal with it so let's let's mm-hmm. let's get me and my mom was incredible with that she she like investigated here in miami like what the best uh therapy like therapists yeah. were around essential uh, like yes. affordable etc just and i got help and i got Dude, help and there's anyway. absolutely no shame in that I, I, I nobody should be ashamed of that. It's been at all. It's it's uh, it's been constructed this like whole stereotype of like oh if you 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 have a therapist you are going through some bad shit. No, you're not. No, it, but you know what? I'm glad that that's an old people stereotype. Yes, uh-huh. it's an old person stereotype. It's like a boomer stereotype to yes. put it in internet jargon. Uh- <laughs> it is. It is. It it's is. a stereotype that is so old right now because only old people go like, oh, you're weak if you go to therapy. No, dude. Yep. You're stronger after you get out of therapy. You're you're a better person. Like, <laughs> yeah, And like talking about adapting and doing new things. I mean, as a society, like the younger generations as well, including them, uh, us, we are evolving our consciousness more and more. It's beautiful to witness. It's very beautiful. I honestly... Okay, so if you ever meet me in person, and I'm going to be real right now. Like, well, of course, you've met me in person, but I'm talking to the hypothetical audience, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I won't toot a horn to the achievements of this, like, uh, to these kinds of achievements. In a sense, like, I'm proud of it. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely agree with them, but I don't think they should be thrown this many flowers because it's natural Mm. i feel like evolving and advancing and learning these new things should be something that we see as natural like it's it's something we were meant to do 
right? Yeah, we should in a sense. I don't think we should even punish it when we, when we feel like we're not, like it, it shouldn't be a, a reward punish thing. It should no, be just not at a all. Thing. It should just go through. Like yes. that's that's exactly why I don't like to. That's exactly why I don't like to punish it either. I don't think there's any punishment in <laughs> new things, but <laughs> yeah, it's exactly as you say. No, I, I understand. I think you pointed. Thank you for bringing this up because. In talking like our whole conversation, I think you've hit on a very important creative medium that everyone is able and capable to work on on a daily basis. Themselves. And I, and, and that's it. It's themselves. The yeah. creative the creative pursuit of yourself and your self-love and the daily creative work to better yourself day to day. That's something that everyone possesses and no one needs a teacher or instructor necessarily to know how to do it you just need to i mean of course yes yeah, it yeah, helps you do, you do therapy helps guidance, right yeah books help <laughs> oh don't get me wrong but what i mean is like it's not something that you need to like go outside and get you know it's something that can start within now you can start with it at home but going outside does help uh <laughs> please elaborate yes 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 because the thing is you can always i i know a specific case of somebody i'm not gonna i'm not gonna allude to the case either okay it's somebody who who really loves themselves and really hates themselves at the same time and i find that fascinating uh-huh and what i say about it is what i what i mean by this is essentially that person really 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 enjoys spending time on their own but at the same time hates the fact that they enjoy spending time with themselves so is that really self-love then it's weird it's 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 something that has baffled me for so many years because like bringing this person out to like go to a party or something like oh like yeah hey Let's go out, relax, just have a good time, mm -hmm. right? Let's let's go to a party. It doesn't matter. We you you can be with us, mm -hmm. right? Just with your friends, etc. And they they will like they will do it eventually after you push them enough. But they they hate the fact that they hate being pushed. Like they no not push, but uh, how do I say this? They hate the fact that. They love being with themselves so much. It's a balance. I don't think it's all it about is. the balance. It is a know? balance. But the thing is, so many things about yourself, you learn going out. And this person actually... Going out, when you say, go, can you clarify going out? Going oh. out in general. Like, if if it's just... Is it exiting your comfort zone in a way? What are you trying to say? It, yes, of course. Well, it depends on the person because sometimes... People who exit their comfort zone just end up hating it to bits. But in this specific case, this person exited their comfort zone and enjoyed it so much. But like after a month, they were like, yeah, no, I, I'm not going out for like a year. Mm -hmm. uh <laughs> OK, OK. Mm -hmm. But exiting your comfort zone is always good. It depends on how far you go as well, because there's certain there's something that my dad always used to tell me. Mm -hmm. and the 
there's a difference between being afraid and being stupid. Oh yeah. And that's something that yeah. that we we tend to not understand too much in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because danger is real, but also I don't I see I feel like fear can be self-created, but danger is real. You know what I mean? Yes and no, because like the thing is, maybe your body, like for some people, like for example, let's say mm -hmm. introverts. Mm -hmm. I used to, I used to date this girl who was an introvert. She was mm -hmm. an absolute introvert, mm -hmm. and the reality was she she hated going out, and that fear of going out was I, from what I understood and from what I saw in her and from what she told me was. The fact that whenever she went, she went out, she just had a bad time. Hmm. So she was afraid of that as well, right? Because it's it's not necessarily danger. Like she no. knew she wasn't gonna die because she was gonna go out, but she knew she was gonna have a bad time. And that's fear. That's fear. Yeah. That's fear. That's fear that told her. That's fear yeah. from her body that told her, "Don't do that." Yes. You're you're. You're not gonna have a good time, and you remember me. Yada, yada, yada. Out, mm -hmm. and she had a bad time, and I, I slowly understood that. Yeah, and I mean, going back to what you're saying, faking it till you make it. I mean, you attract that, that, that chatter in your head, so often. It's it's not as clear and concise as the, like, law of attraction. Like, there's some mm -hmm. people who believe, like, oh, if I wish this enough, I'm gonna make it. I don't believe in that. Interesting. But, talk about that. Yeah. but it is true that the like if you believe yourself that you're something, you'll eventually become that or attempt to like your your attitudes will change. Your way of life will change. That doesn't necessarily mean that if I start believing like, oh, my God, I'm going to make a million dollars. Oh, my God, I'm going to make a million dollars. Oh, I want a million dollars. I want a million dollars. That doesn't mean you're going to get it. <laughs> no, but it, that that's that's the, the well, that, that's a beautiful um, I think misunderstanding about it is that you feel like you're attracting this from when you attract this from greed from it's it's the places in your energy level. Oh, I believe in energy and I, but I feel like it's it, it's where it's coming from. It's where this desire is coming because if you want to attract a million dollars just so that you can sit on it and do nothing about it, then you're not going to get it. And you're not, of course not. But like, let me put it this way. If you wholeheartedly believe in yourself and what you're doing and day to day, you're grateful for existing and knowing that you're going somewhere and then finding your passions and then dreaming about what you want to do with your passions and how that fills you with this immense love then like in that interplay of feeling and emotion and gratitude magnetically draws things to you. Conversations, people. Mm, yes and no. All right. Because like the thing is, it's hard because it's not a magnetic thing, right? It's, it's the, those magnets that you're not putting magnets in yourself. You're how, searching how, for those I mean, things. There, there. You as a person, we're we're we're. For that. Say that again. Like you as a person, you start yeah. searching for that. When you start believing that you're gonna achieve a goal or that you're 
uh-huh. going to achieve a goal out of, out of becoming a better person or out of mm-hmm. being or achieving something because you're starting to be this way, then you obviously not necessarily attract. The thing is, attract is such a bad word to use for that. Okay. But you start searching for it. And when you start searching for it, you find things, right? And you start mm-hmm. finding these conversations. You start finding yourself in these situations, but you, you you're think- not attracting them. They're not coming to you. You're going out there and looking for them, whether but, you believe it or not. But it's absolutely. And I agree with that. The thing is, though, when you open that flow of, I mean, when you open that flow of connection, because now you can see it because before you couldn't see it. You're finding you I mean, we're using I think we're using the same different words for the same kind of thing yes if, but that's you know that's where that's where my my creative uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. comes into play yes of course the whole thing of the law of attraction yeah it's, it's been very stereotypical. so shittily worded like it's okay. just yeah crap like they they wrote it so badly because there is a point there of course right uh it's just it's not even shittily worded it's just super attractive to the point where it can become cliche not even it, it you know why it becomes cliche mm-hmm. because it the this whole law of attraction like things mm-hmm. come to you mm-hmm. makes it seem like just by wishing these things they will come to you that there's no effort involved exactly and that's bullshit well that's interesting because new studies that are because i mean what we're talking right now that's the stereotypical i'm trying to sell you law of attraction but new studies and when we talk about the for example there's this a doctor called dr joe dispensa who's a neuroscientist and and it's really in depth with this uh change in yourself and the way you've been patterned to think um he talks about a daily practice and a lot of like spiritual teachers talk about an effort, second, moment to moment of exactly. like detaching yourself from the self-created suffering that you put yourself through, the the egoic repetition of I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, getting yourself out of that circle into the I am capable, I can do this. And in that like workout of changing the way you think then this synchronicities, this unexpected, unknown things start to happen. Okay. And you start to find them however you want to. That's that's better wording. That's what the asshole who wrote the law of attraction should have written. Like (laughs) the thing is the 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 whole thing of the law of attraction, what pisses me off Mm -hmm. essentially is the the idea that there's so many people who mm-hmm. don't want to like make an effort and just go like, oh no, but the law of attraction is very true. You know, I read a book, dude, and, and you're true. so right. Yes, and I've, I've, and that's what pisses me off. That's why I don't believe it because and, it's not a law. Of and attraction. that's the thing. And it's, it's like, a, yeah, it's what you're saying. It's changing. It's, it's, it's understanding this pattern. Yes, it's believing in yourself. Yes. But it's not a law of attraction. It's not an attraction. You're not attracting shit. You're looking for it. 
Interesting. Yes. I, I want to say that, um, like, like what you're saying, I think a lot of people uh, think of it like that way. It's also, um, I talked to this in, the, in one of my conversations with Adima of like how we see God and how we, the same like stereotypical expectations of a white bearded man and how like so many people have an aversion to God and hearing the word God. That's sort of the same thing here with the law of attractions. Like people immediately But I love, I love the conversation of God and, and the way they look. It's, it's interesting. It's yes. centuries old. Yes. And, and well, I want to hear you a little bit about that. Uh, so that we don't overextend our, our, our listeners t too much. <laughs> but um, I don't know what I was going to conclude with when I was saying that. <laughs> I was going to say something and I forgot. I was just going to say that they're just similar how like cliche and stereotypical. We've, I guess we've mystified law of attraction instead of demystifying. Yeah, or there is, there's a little bit of both. I think it's what you really get yourself into and what you start to... Because it's interesting that you linked it to religion because the law of attraction is a nice little sub-religion in a sense. It's, it's it something be. mystical. It is. It is of, of the spiritual it. nature. But okay, so tell me, tell me um, why we need spirituality. Spirituality, not religion, spirituality. Ah, uh, you're, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Because I don't believe in spirituality whatsoever. What do you believe in? In that, in making yourself a better person by your own means, without the need of something higher. Like the, mm -hmm. for me, the highest thing you can achieve is like helping others. In a sense that you don't, you don't need a god to tell you to be a good person. Like, oh, you should follow these three easy steps and you'll be a better person now fuck that mm -hmm. <laughs> you need to be a, a better person because you want to be a better person and because you want to help others and because that's that's inherent like the thing is when it comes to spirituality and religion and etc history has ruined it for me mm -hmm. <laughs> no of course and 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 we've heard in recent times also like all the horrible things that have come out from religious groups. And no, but that's not even it. Because the thing about religion is that even if it does achieve to do something good, in the books of history and what history teaches you is that it's something used to make people calm. Right? Because yeah. it's, it's an easy tool for those that don't believe in being naturally good or don't find themselves capable mm -hmm. of being naturally good to say oh no if not uh jesus will punish me or allah will punish me or hera or zeus will punish me and i'll end up in hades mm -hmm. it's 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 this whole thing of like like a self-motivation no it's a control of the masses okay it's an easy way i do to i do sense some sen uh I mean, I'm not going against what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I do sense that there's uh, some... Feel free to. I yeah. No, of course. <laughs> uh, that there is something out of the um, natural order of... Or like, there's something in your voice that tells me 
you know there's something more than the physical naturally naturally we just don't know what it is like the thing is we 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 as humans are always gonna strive to know the next thing it's it's Mm -hmm. it ties in so well with the whole concept of creativity okay because this whole religion thing in a like in a nutshell and this whole spirituality thing is a creative medium of saying what's new but in our existence right whenever we discover something new because i i do believe science is also a form of religion uh-huh okay and in the whole and full like etymological way of the word of religion what religion means which is like essentially explaining what made us and where we come from science is a religion okay and this whole idea of understanding something new is or explaining why we're here is is looking for something new it's looking it's our human way of saying Mm-hmm. There's something above that we still don't get, uh-huh. but we definitely have to take steps to get it. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. and that's, that's part of what what you believe, huh? Of what I do, I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna lie and say I don't believe there is a god. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I I sure as hell know he's not here. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh but I do know there's something else in science. You could call it the fourth, fifth, sixth dimension in uh, the Abrahamic religions. You can call it God or Allah in. Yes. Yes. In uh, the, the pagan. Well, pagan is such. A I get it. We get it. We get it. Exactly. Get it. Yes. You could call it whatever you want to call it, but there is something above. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe it interferes with us i just but i i do believe it is there it is something we have we haven't yes, understood okay discovered. so tell me how how it doesn't interfere with us then the thing is i i i'm a very rebellious person in general like yeah, I, no, I've always, and, and, yeah and i think we people listening to this who have a rebel inside them i mean because it's it's interesting the this concept of rebelling because it, you're reacting to something instead of just being purely free, which I think you live, you become a slave of a ma- of an idea instead of just creating something. Just but that's from... something that's something I've understood as well. This being purely free thing is mm-hmm. like the ultimate form of rebellion, because you just don't care. <laughs> no, but that's not how I mean. That's not how I mean it. That's not how I mean it. I, I, I feel I read this on a book. It's called Untamed. Glennon Doyle wrote it. She put it very nicely. Um, it's not like favoring one or each shy or reacting to an idea, but like creating your own, ex- redefining your own ex- existence from scratch. It's like a peaceful inner... Like looking into the inside. I agree with that. Yeah, but it's not because when you say rebel, you are rebelling against something like it's in the nature of the word. Yes, Not necessarily. But I mean, that's what the word means. (laughs) It is. But the thing is, 
even if you are not out there like I was in my teen years throwing Molotovs or taking tear gas to the face. Like if, if even if you're not out there doing that, the, the whole idea of being free and, and taking away from like what society expects you to be is a rebellion of its own. Because you're going against the grain. You're rebelling to this whole idea of, oh, if you don't care, you're a bad person. Nah, who gives a shit? Right? No, because well, I feel like rebelling, you're acting against something. Like you're you're acting in opposite opposition. But I mean as in like... By finding yourself and caring mm -hmm. about that self-worth, you are acting in opposition as to what you're expected to be. Not necessarily, because you can also say that on the other side of society, you were expected to be this way, but you don't necessarily matter. What other side? In which society are you expected to not care? No, because I, I see it like in my image <laughs> in my head, like all these people thinking that you're expected expected to be a certain way you are expected to act a certain way be a certain way but then maybe one of those people knows that they're i mean i feel like i'm tangling myself here with words and, and no it's fine the thing is but what i'm what trying I'm... to say is call it whatever you want to call it rebellion not rebellion i don't see it as rebellion when you are in connection with who you are because for it's me not. rebellion it's like i'm actively telling you no ah, and then that's clashing. a misconception but that's okay. that's a deeper philosophical topic that we could go on for like two hours on uh not necessarily rebellion can be peaceful rebellion can be not protesting rebellion can be just not going with the flow but going with what your spirit tells you like but that's funny because then like you don't have to fight anything to be rebellious like you don't have to throw a molotov to be rebellious no, you don't have okay. to okay. you don't have to stand and have a sign to be mm -hmm. rebellious you don't have to overthrow a government to be rebellious it's it's such a broad word and i love that about broad words i love i love the mm -hmm. <laughs> Those types of words that leave so much room. Uh, as a person who writes poetry, yeah. those are the best words. Uh, you write poetry? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to read us some poetry towards the end? Do you have, you have any of your works? I should look for them. I have a little box in there of uh, very drunk writings. Yes, please. At top. But whenever whenever you want me to read those, I'll, I'll read those. I I yeah. That's why I do consider myself a creative, and that's why I do understand the repressed self. Okay. Because as much as I, mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. Please elaborate on that. The thing is, I I do feel like everybody has a creative in them, and they, as I said at the beginning of the inter, uh, the the beginning of the podcast, it's it's either you express it and you're out there and you don't care if people see it you 
repress it, but you still do it. You repress it and you don't do it or you do it, but you hide it. It's one of the three. There's no other option. We all have some sort of creative thing we're either proud of, afraid, or hiding. I do believe that the, the creative in us is, is always there and it's always present. Because our outlooks on life are very much individual. Mm-hmm. So I found some. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit hidden. Didn't take that much time as it might seem. And they're all very fucking depressing. <laughs> hey, but you let them out. And they were a face. Paper is the best medium to let them out. Because you... Say that again? The the best what? The best medium to let those things, like, type of emotions out. Or at Poetry? least for me, of course. Because, like, the thing is, you get to say them in the moment. You get to be sad about them. You get to release them. And then you get to put them out into the world if you're ready or if you don't want to. Writing. <laughs> that is. Writing. Yes. Yeah. yeah like and, this and, is... and that's the thing. Even if you don't show it to anyone, it's out there. It's already been materialized. It's already expunged yourself. Exactly. Like if you if you could like see these, these are like pen writings. They're, they're going to take a little bit of a while to understand. No, I think this is. Yeah. Just re- read me. Read me two or yeah, whatever. There's a tidy handwriting considering that I write very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Whenever you're ready. Yeah, I take the, the Hemingway approach. Uh, write drunk, revise sober. It's, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. I say the Hemingway approach because it makes it easier to seem like a non-alcoholic type of approach. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> You know, he was successful. We all kind of sucked at it. Uh, so I'm just going to read the first one. And it already starts very dramatic with, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry I'm in this room thinking about what could have been. And I'm sorry sitting in this room thinking what will be. And I'm sorry that today I'm not the person you wanted or ever or ever will be but i'm sorry you will never see you will never see me supposed oh no 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 you will never see me being who i was supposed to be i'm sorry you didn't stick around longer i'm sorry you will never be mine but i'm sorry i will never be yours so forget me Love me, hate me, but this, who I am, I'm sorry that you'll never be mine again. And I'm sorry I'll never, uh, I'll never be yours. This was heartbreak central. This was me being super depressed. Oh my god! At the time. Okay. And if it, if anything, the therapy sessions made me understand that she's the one who'll be sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I've already apologized. <laughs> okay. Please, please indulge me more. What one that you like in particular? I don't know. 
No, I'm just going through the ones that I've found in general because they're they're hard to find. They're all scattered over my room, and looking for them is gonna take hours. But uh, this one, this one's a good one. This one's actually uh, a quite reasoned one because I I date my like poetry. Like drunk me knows that he has to look for the phone and put the little like date down and. Okay. Okay. It's an instinct at this point. Eh. <laughs> This one's in Spanish, though. Oh, so. please! And for those listening, uh, the melody. We we we, we want to hear it in Spanish, and we'll understand it. Yeah, just so. Yes, please. no. And I'm sorry, but Spanish poetry yeah. is so much better, and just the Spanish language <laughs> is just okay, okay. superior. Like I, uh, I believe it was uh, Charles the Fifth. Okay. That said, uh, he didn't even mention English in this whole saying, but he was like, "I speak Spanish to God, Italian <laughs> okay. to woman, French to man, and German to my horse." Okay, wow. Yeah, because German is a, a language to give commands. French is oh, at the time I see. was the language of like international relations. So that's why I speak French to men. Italian has always and will always be the language of Romans. Okay. And Spanish is the language you speak to God. <laughs> Dude, that's funny because I when I journal, I journal to God. That's sort of one of my practices. And I do it in Spanish when I get very intimate. That's so interesting that you said that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of background to it. Uh, as in like colonialism and just a bunch of terrible things behind that sentence but as a spanish speaker it's nice you know you're like ah oh, yeah my 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 language is one of god you know uh -huh, uh -huh. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah ignore the millions of people that died for that sentence uh <laughs> okay so please 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 come on contigo quiero compartir mis mañanas entre sábanas y caricia convertir lo cotidiano en increíble Hacer de tu sonrisa mi inspiración y que tus carcajadas sean mi ritmo. Que no que te convierta, que no te conviertas en mi mundo, sino que mi mundo se convierta en ti. Mm. Contigo quiero compartir mis aventuras entre la cama y la sala. Convertir la rutina en felicidad. Hacer de tus ojos mis paisajes y que tus suspiros sean mis aviones. Que viajan cuando logre mirarte. Que al verlo visto a tu lado, se torne nuevo. Contigo no quiero mucho, nada más que eso. Uy. I like that one a lot better. I love that one. Love that one. I, I want to translate one part. I, I, I don't want to translate this because it's beautiful. It, and it shouldn't be translated. But there's just one part where you said, um, my, uh, this is loosely, it sounds more beautiful in Spanish, but my inhales are your airplanes. Wait, wait, wait can you say that again? Um, mis suspiros. Speak in a low voice. Ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. oh, okay, 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 okay. That your whispers or your murmurs. Your whispers, whispers. That's that, the yeah, word. Yeah, that that your whispers <laughs> become my planes or are yeah become my planes. Oh, that's beautiful. 
I really love that. It's like a love. It's a, a love poem. Love yeah. poem. Delicious. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See, I, I, I try to be a creative myself. Uh. <laughs> yeah, man. We all are. Remember, you said we it. We all are. We all are. We, we just created. hide it. We just hide it. We're just afraid. <laughs> and we shun those that are brave enough to do it. Yes. Because we grow like, oh, you're not good enough. Yeah, but they're better than you because they're at least putting it out. That's my point of view. That's why I don't critique artists. Mm. That's a very humble way of staying. <laughs> I don't like to say an artist's work is shit because that's his, like, you know, that's his thing. And it's right? okay, dude. It's okay to make shitty art. I don't know why it always has to be good. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, yeah, that's... You might not make a million dollars, but you're out there. You're braver than me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, well, thank you, my brother, for being here and doing this conversation. Thank you for having me. Huh? And catching up. This one is a thick one for it sure. It is. It is. I, I pity you for the editing. No, it's all good. Uh, I don't care about that. No, it, it's, <laughs> I, I, I know it's going to give a lot of food for, for thought and food for the soul. Hopefully, hopefully. Yes. And um, thank you. Is there anything else you would like to tell people that, the, that they're listening to us? Check out this podcast. They'll have uh, cooler, uh, how do you call this, guests than me. But, you know, that's why you should check it out. And uh, oh, uh, all the brother. best to you, my guy. That's all that oh. I can say. That's all that I can say. Okay. okay. It's sure all going to go uphill from here. That's all I want to say. That's all I have to give right now. And if you want to give me money, uh, uh, yeah, let me I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not out good. here to plug myself. I'm out here out of love. <laughs> thank you oh dude thank you thank you for um for bringing in your your beautiful self thank you for your words and that is it for this conversation thank you so much for sticking around i hope you took something away with you some food for thought some questions uh, let me know what you think if you're interested if you want to know more about certain topics please feel free to dm me email me or if you have my number just text me and yeah our next episode is going to be in spanish so i'm really excited for you to listen and even if you don't speak the language i think you can take something away by maybe hearing the melody of our, our conversation all right take care